0: On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. Live horse racing on TalkSport 2. Delighted to say that I am joined by the legend and now ARC winning trainer, Sir Mark Prescott, uh, a week and a half after the big day at Paris Longchamp. Sir Mark, welcome to Racing Live on
1: TalkSport 2. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very, very pleased to be on. Thank you.
0: Uh, it's great to have your company. Take me back to that afternoon on Paris-Longchamp with the rain absolutely pelting down, but none of that mattered when she crossed the line. What was that feeling
1: like? Marvellous. I, I have to say it was a wonderful, wonderful day. And um, I, I can't believe how, uh, how much I enjoyed it. And I can't believe what a wonderful reception the horse got in France. And um, I tottered back in the evening. And I, I just couldn't believe she'd won so easily. And uh, I'd also got kissed by two of the leading trainers in France, Monsieur Rouget and Monsieur Fab. That must be a unique occasion <laughs> to have both of them coming up to you. Uh, must be that must be a unique occasion. No English trainer could possibly have done that. Yet.
0: I was going to say they're not the biggest fans of us coming over there and taking their prize. So
1: and clearly they <laughs> well, were. They 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 couldn't have been more gracious, and uh, it was just a wonderful day, you know. And, I hope everybody has a wonderful day in their lives, and that was my wonderful day. Marvellous, it was.
0: The ground for the race was awful, but she was travelling powerfully and eye-catchingly well. What were you thinking at the three furlong marker, given the fact that she was travelling so strongly?
1: Well, as you pointed out, I couldn't believe that one of mine was going as well as that, three furlongs from home. Never mind in the Arc de Triomphe, so it was a sort of... uh, a completely unlikely scenario, and uh, I watched in stunned silence. Um, and uh, it was just marvellous. And she's won uh, six Group Ones now in a row. Uh, she's not been beaten for two years, um, and uh, it's just been a, a marvellous to train a filly who, who's run a be- little bit better every single race of her life. She's improved a little bit, and I suppose the old adage of nothing improves a horse more than winning. Uh, she's probably the best example.
0: Well, the Stats boys will absolutely love you because it will now read, Sir Mark Prescott, two runners, one winner, 50% strike rate, follow him blindly in the arc from now on. So your first runner was in, in 2001. Alpenista comes along Yes, then. he was it, a lovely.
1: It, yeah. It, he was, he, we had a lovely old horse run a few years ago and he was just there for the. For The joy he'd won the Magnus and he'd be second in the Ebor and they'd had a wonderful time. And he, but he ran a good race, and we've been lucky there, of course, as well, because um, Marsha won the Abbey mm. and Confidential Lady won the the, the French Oaks. So uh, fr- I've had a few Dunkirks in France, but I've also had three or four good days.
0: <laughs> I'm going to take that line, uh, and borrow that one to use for, for future reference as well. <laughs> a few Dunkirks, um. But how you've campaigned her has been absolutely wonderful. And there's a, a lovely side plot to this as well, which is that you know the family incredibly well because you trained Albanese's mother, uh, Al, Al Wilda, You trained her dam, Albanova, who's uh, a sister to a dual champion stakes winner for you as well. Um, so knowing the family as intimately as you do and having had success with them uh, as well, Sir Mark, how does she compare it to, to horses previous? And on that, uh, to have a bloodline, and this is one of the special things about racing, is that bloodlines continue. So we're talking about a bloodline that goes all the way back to 97 and 98, I think is when um, the damn sister won the champion stakes for you two years
1: in a row. Yeah. To have that continue
0: for, for so many years after, what does that mean to then culminate with the ARC success as well?
1: Well, Miss Rousing, who bred them, Uh, she's had this family five generations and uh, I've trained three generations as you rightly say Um, and the first one I had was 36 years ago so it was a great day for Miss Rousing and for me it was a a fantastic day when you've had as long an association with a family and with an owner family of horses and an owner and a stud and uh, the stud's now managed by John Ox in Ireland and We went over to look at the yearlings um, about four weeks ago and I think Miss Rousing really got me over there to get schooled by Mr. Ox as to what to do as much as to look at the yearlings. (laughs) (laughs) Did
0: did he have any sage words of advice for you?
1: He had absolutely none. You know what a lovely (laughs) man he is, but um, other than good luck, I think that was as far as we got. But... um, uh, Uh, Alan Royer dupre He rang me on the on the Friday night uh, via a friend of mine who used to ride our amateur horses years ago, called Tony Esler. And Alan rang on Friday night, and he asked what the mayor's requirements were and all about her. And then he um, he, he suggested a a plan of attack, and I, I listened to what he said very carefully. So I'm I'm much indebted to him. I was really, and so is Luke Morris, of course, and so is Luke.
0: Yeah, I was just going to mention Luke, because I was really taken when I spoke to him uh, during the the York Ebor Festival. Uh, it was the day after he'd won the Yorkshire Oaks. Uh, just how bullish he was about Parry Longchamp. Um, yes, when, at yes. What point he's did, a very
1: good form man.
0: Oh, he, uh, he's excellent at, the, at that, and he gave her a peach for yeah. a ride, which I'll come back to in a second. But at what point... Was it always the plan this season to get her to the Arc? Was this were you always yes. building to this moment?
1: Yes, very much so. Because last year she won three Group Ones in Germany, and just as we were congratulating ourselves on this fine performance, she won the same three races that her grandmother had won. Uh, Miss Razzing and I thought we'd done extraordinarily well, and then of course one of the ones we beat uh, went and Tasso went and won the Arc at eighty to one. And of course, all the people who had congratulated us on winning what they said were weak Group Ones in Germany were now all saying, "Well, why didn't you, <laughs> why didn't you run it in the Ark? There's nothing like after timing, is there?" So, um, but they were, of course, right. She was gradually getting to the stage where where that ought to be her aim. And um, and this year, everything was around running there. Originally, I'd rather felt we go for the coronation and the King George but she was slow to come in a coat. So we had to do the the Grand Prix de Saint-Cloud and, um, and the Yorkshire Oaks. But the plan was always to run twice before the, uh, the arc and try and have her at her very, very best. And thank God it came off.
0: And the Yorkshire Oaks was a special moment in itself because of the reaction that you got from the crowd uh, and from people within the industry. But that just went to a completely different level at Parry Longchamp. So to take you back there again, again, awful weather. Um, it's a special moment for you. But having the love of the crowd and of your peers and of other people within the industry, what does that mean to you to, to have so many people just loving the fact that you've trained this horse to perfection and have won the world's most prestigious race?
1: Well, I, I was surprised how it affected me. I, <laughs> I have to say that, um, that it never occurred to me that uh, there would be such a reception for her. And, and of course, Luke, you know, a, 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 a jockey who's more famed for the number of rides he has rather than the, the big race rides. And and for Miss Rousing, who's the sort of complete bloodstock prof- professional um, and and breeder, um, so you know, it, it was. Uh, I think all of us were very touched by it, and and we clambered into a taxi and soaked to the marrow. Um, and uh, and the, the, some of the crowd applauded as the taxi drove away. And I said to Miss Rousey, "It feels like the king and the queen leaving this place." You know, it was simply, simply wonderful. Simply, you know, you, you can't exaggerate what a great feeling it was. I hope you gave the royal wave. Um, I think we were too shocked, really. <laughs> the taxi driver was amazed, anyway. He couldn't think what was happening. Yeah, But it, it was a great day.
0: You need to work on that Royal Wave now for future engagements. <laughs> um, just, just, just a little twirl, just a little twirl of the hand. Um, we, you've mentioned Luke a few times, and, and indeed I have as well. He's been with you for 11 years, and he gave her an absolute blockbuster ride. It was a peach of a ride. Yes, he did. The yes, relationship he did. He did and, Fault, and the dynamic that you both have—can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: I, I don't know really. Um, I've only—I've trained fifty-three or fifty-four years, whichever way you look at it, and um, I've only had three jockeys. I had George Duffield for thirty-one years, and then Seb Sanders, and now Luke. So I've only ever had three jockeys, um, which, considering how grumpy I am, is a remarkable reflection, really, on them. On their stamina. Um, and, um, um, you know, but I've, I've managed to, to really enjoy having a stable jockey. I think it's a, a great advantage. You, you know one another. He knows the horses. Um, you know, Luke's a tremendous professional. Nobody has more rides than him. He's a very good judge of the form book. He's a very astute tactician. Um, he's fearless. I've never seen him afraid of anything. He's punctual, clean and tidy. He's very ugly in a finish and that's the one thing I've never been able to tidy up. <laughs> yeah, he's not the most stylish. <laughs> no, no, no. Canada geese trying to take off on a frozen lake but, but it's effective, you know, it's effective. And um, it um, and the horses respond very well. I think, you know, it looks so untidy and, and uh, you're always worried that the horses, you know, it may he may be hard on them, but they, you know, we do have perhaps as many sort of multiple winners as most yards, and they don't do that if the if the uh, if the jockey isn't looking after them. So it's um, entirely, uh, um, it's just entirely what it looks like, um, and I just can't tidy that up. But maybe that's a good thing. He'd have been he'd have been in one of the very big stables by now otherwise.
0: It's it's worked out beautifully for both of you, um, but he's not only though is is it highly effective, um, and, and you've extracted the virtues on him as well. He just he is. Uh, an incredibly intelligent jockey. Uh, He knows where to position a horse at the right time um, and and to get the very best results. And I'm delighted for him because even just listening to some of the the coverage in the build-up, oh, he was at Wolverhampton last night. Well, so were loads of other jockeys. What does it matter where he was riding the day before? Uh, What matters is is what he'd done previously.
1: I was very keen for him to go to Wolverhampton on Saturday night because I think... Um, it's a great thing if you're a tough professional, you don't have all that many days when you're fa- riding a favourite for the for the arc and there's nothing better than to be in your routine and busy and mm. uh, go and ride it, and they ride it really well. You know, if you make, make too big an event of things, uh, it often works the other way, doesn't it?
0: That was good advice, very good advice. Uh, you hadn't travelled for a previous for her previous Group 1 wins, which I was amazed about. I'd be taking every Gravy Train trip going. Um, But I'm told this was a pretty eventful journey.
1: Terrible, yes. Poor Miss Rising had hired a plane for the great day, and uh, um, the first plane wouldn't start, and then we had to go from Stansted to Luton. And then we got the plane, and it landed, and, of course, the customs and the police who were there to meet you They were there to meet the first plane, but not the second. So we got more and more delayed. And then Luke and I walked the course and got to the mile and a half start in my very best group one suit. rain poured down. Um, So it had all the makings of what the French call a catastrophe. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I thought she wanted faster ground as well. So torrents of rain fell. And uh, all of a sudden... She won, and who gave a damn?
0: And on ground that I, I wouldn't have thought she would have liked either, but she absolutely sailed through it. Um, she
1: did, she did.
0: Will there be uh, another Group 1 run this season? Could Japan possibly be No. the
1: um, Well, there might be this season, but she won't, she'll be retired at the end of the season. I think Miss Rousing, who's a breeder through and through, can't wait to see her in the paddock outside the house, and you can imagine that, can't you?
0: Oh, absolutely! You've
1: created, you've created your dream. You you want to see it, don't you? Um, and uh, but she's in the um, she's in the uh, Japan Cup, um, and that's still a possibility.
0: And would you be tempted for the trip over far east yourself?
1: I would, I would. Yes, it's a because she's won the ARC. if if, if she won, she'd get an extra three million. <laughs> so it's a six million pound purse if she won. Um, and uh, it would be tempting, but the contrary argument is who wants to see her beaten now, you know?
0: Yeah, that's very true. But uh, to be fair, if she is beaten, um, it's not going to take anything away from what she's already done. And if, nothing, she, nothing. if she manages to win, she gets another Group 1 on the CV and 3 million extra in the satchel as well. 6 million in the satchel. That would be a nice bonus. 6
1: million, yeah. So, Eight. Uh, Eight. It, it, of course, the poor, the poor trainer, the thought of this 10%, it's just most exciting in Japan, but I can see, <laughs> I can see the contrary argument. Uh,
0: we'll have a word with her and we'll see if we can persuade, because that 10%, <laughs> a big incentive <laughs> Sir Mark a big incentive uh, congratulations I know you're at the sales so enjoy that hopefully uh, you can bring the hammer down on a couple of nice ones but well thank done Sir Mark and thanks so good. much for talking to us today really enjoyed it
1: thank you bye
0: now Sir Mark Prescott joining us on Racing Live on TalkSport 2
1: The final furlong podcast is proudly brought to you by our official betting partner Kaluki Sportsbook with betting on all sports Immediate interaction with experienced trainers, instant withdrawals, and the best odds guaranteed on UK and Irish horse racing. Kaluki have prominent betting pitches at racecourses across the UK. Join us now at kalukisportsbook.co.uk.